0: Do you want to make your strong marriage even stronger? In this free seven-part video series called Enrich Your Marriage, Focus on the Family Canada marriage therapists Wayne Reed and Vicki Hooper will help you go beneath the surface, discover what your heart wants and needs, and then equip you with practical tools you can use to strengthen your relationship. Sign up for this free video series called Enrich Your Marriage at focusonthefamily.ca slash enrichyourmarriage.
1: I got a call because my name was on his lease. I paid for the house for a lease. I put my name on it, and it was a nightmare when I walked into that house after a SWAT team. You don't even, you see it on TV, but you can't comprehend what it's like in reality. And the house itself was a trash can. I mean, there were just bottles everywhere. It was New Year's Eve, there would have been a party there. Um, but It was, I walked in there, I thought this is, no human being should live like this.
2: Well, that's Alison Botke sharing uh, just part of her dramatic story as uh, she told it last time on Focus on the Family, describing some of the heartbreaking situations that she experienced with her adult son, Christopher, and the introspection she had to really go through to figure out what's going on. Allison is back with us today to share more, and your host is Focus President and author Jim Daly. I'm John Fuller.
3: John, my heart aches for parents like Allison who have struggled to raise and encourage and support their children, Uh, yet nothing seems to help these young adults succeed um, by whatever measure we're measuring that by. Maybe you know what that's like. Maybe you're in that uh, period of your life where your adult children are struggling and you're not quite sure what to do. You may have a prodigal who's walked away from their faith. Um, That's probably the scariest uh, position a Christian parent can be in. Or your adult child is living with their boyfriend or girlfriend, another common phenomenon, whether you're in the church or outside the church. maybe they're still living in your home and seem to have no motivation, no plans for moving out, and you're worried about that future. Uh, We know a lot of families are in that boat, Uh, maybe not in the same area of the sea uh, where the storm is really cooking, but you're heading toward that uh, difficult area. As we shared last time, we want to help you change the dynamic of what's going on in your family. That means identifying the problems recognizing the mistakes you've made in the past as a parent, and then developing a plan of action to create healthy boundaries and ultimately entrust your adult child into God's hands. We had a great conversation with Allison Botkey last time, and I'm looking forward to more of this today and more of the solution that she's written in a a great book called Setting Boundaries with Your Adult Children, Six Steps to Hope and
2: Healing for Struggling Parents. And we're going to cover those six steps today. Yeah, and if you'd like to get a copy of Allison's book, we do have that, of course, here at Focus on the Family. Our number is 800, the letter A, and the word family or stop by FocusOnTheFamily.ca.
3: Allison, welcome back to Focus on the Family.
1: Thank you for having me. Uh, we
3: shared part of your story last time about how your son Christopher uh, struggled with drugs and the wrong friends and all those things that we as parents are concerned about. It actually even led to illegal activity and various other problems throughout his young adult life. You've admitted or talked about what you did to enable him over the years as a loving mom, trying to help him the best way that you knew how. I think all of us as parents have that part of our heart that we're saying, yes, we want to help. Um, Some may have a better guard about whether that help will be uh, the best thing for that child or if withholding some of that help Could be the better wisdom, and we mentioned that last time. You finally came up with a strategy for parents who are in that same trap that you found yourself in, and it's based on a word that you've come up with called sanity. I love that. Uh, We all need sanity as parents, and we're going to hit that today. Let's start with that quick overview. What does sanity, the acronym, what does it stand for?
1: Sanity is what we get when we learn how to set healthy boundaries and live a life that pleases God. So for me, I was going through the insanity, the gerbil wheel of insanity that really motivated me to think, okay, I want off this gerbil of insanity. What do I need to do? And at that moment, I didn't think of sanity steps. It was, I have to stop. I have to stop what I'm doing right now. I have to stop behaving the way I am. I have to stop my actions. So I wrote down stop. So it was a whole process, Jim, though, to go through finding these sanity steps. I knew I had to stop repeating the same behavior and expecting different results. And I knew I needed help. I needed to be around people that would hold me accountable, that I could learn from and grow from. I started therapy. I started really reading everything I could on boundaries. I didn't realize the issues I had. So I needed to be around. So that A was assemble supportive people. And I wrote assemble people, (laughs) nip excuses in the bud. I had to stop making excuses, not just for my son's behavior, but my own. right. <laughs> so that was, okay, niff excuses. And I had to implement some kind of a plan. I was, I'm a proactive woman. I was a businesswoman. I said, okay, I, I can do this. I need a plan. I need a plan of action. I need something tangible that I can look at and write down and actually do that, that's tangible. So that was implement a plan. T was trust the spirit. I had to trust that God was in control, and I so often mm. went over him. Yes, and, and this is really, that's how I, that connection really when the SWAT team raided my son's house and I was standing there dumping out liquor, I heard the voice of God say, stop, stop, stop. You can't do this. I think, okay, I I can't. I have to stop this. I have to trust that voice. And a lot of parents, and I found this to be very true, a lot of parents will say, I knew I was doing something wrong. I knew it wasn't right. I knew I should have stopped. I knew when he asked me for more money, I shouldn't have given, but I just didn't listen to that. So we're praying for wisdom and discernment. We need to listen when it comes. <laughs> yeah. So that's the trust. And wise yield everything to God. I, you know, that doesn't mean give up. Every, doesn't mean give up. I'm just tossing in the towel. But it means trusting that He knows best. And if I'm leaning on Him and praying for wisdom and discernment, I, I need to follow that 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 growth that I'm going through, and experience the pain. I needed to experience the pain. So my son could eventually experience it, and that's a hard thing, that and would, to trust that God's going to take care of him.
3: Right, and that would be the most difficult, I think, for any of us as parents. But let's now go back and let's uh, dissect all this, because I think this is the helpful part of the two-day program, and I want to make sure we do put um, thoughts in, in good uh, ideas forward for the parents who are struggling. Starting back with S for stop Mm -hmm. negative behavior, give examples of what
1: parents are doing wrong to enable their adult children stop the flow of money is a big one. For things that have to stop, it's very individual for all of us. We're not all making these, you know, like mistakes. But typically, the big ones are stop the flow of money, stop making excuses, stop coming to the rescue, you know, stop being a landing pad for your child, you know, stop your own issues, stop your own swooping in, stop your own your own fear. If, if you can stop fear, mm. if you can stop, stop, you know, stop being a a, a prisoner to fear and guilt.
3: Yeah, uh, let's move to the A insanity. The A stands for a symbol, a support group. Why is this critical for parents who are struggling?
1: and what do these support groups look like? See, accountability is a key factor here. Now, if that's in your church family, um, a lot of parents don't wanna bring up the challenges that we're having with our kids, especially if drugs are involved or um, incarceration or if the kids are in and out of jail, if they're in and out of relationships. Um, you know, I, I've talked to parents who have daughters who have three, four, five kids all by different fathers. You know, So it's a nightmare what a lot of parents are living with right now you know
3: often uh, alice and i talk about that as chaos it is you know we have a great series by ray van talking about that the world may know and Ray's a good friend and that's one of the teaching points that he'll uh, provide that jesus came to bring god's shalom his peace to a world of chaos and chaos entered the world when sin entered the world and that's what you're describing just this everyday chaos that begins Ins- to occur.
1: Insanity. That's, and uh, it's comes insanity. To, that's the, to the so this insanity. group,
3: I, I, I can imagine that some of these parents, we feel like we're learning this almost just experientially. And it's you get into a corner of a room and you say, hey are you experiencing this with your adult child and yeah by the way i am and you know and then you start to figure out wow that's not working very well but it is almost like a code of some sort between parents because we don't know if we're doing it well or or not doing it well
1: and especially there's there's such a a pressure in christian families that that we feel we're supposed to be behaving in a certain way and our kids aren't supposed to be doing this and you know I, i was a young believer when i was in church realizing I and mean, I looked around. and said, "Nobody around me could possibly have a son like mine. They, you know, he's in and out of jail, and and the situation. They just. But once I started talking about it, I was stunned at how many people i yeah. 'I'm at that same place.' Mm. So when you can be around other people and realize you're not alone,
3: Allison, uh, let's go to N for sanity. Uh, it stands for nip excuses in the bud. What are some of those typical excuses? a dysfunctional adult child will try uh, to use on their parents.
1: Mm. Well, they've become, sadly, become master manipulators in many instances. What does that look like? It's, I think uh, I know it. But. Yeah, it's, it's like I, you know I, I couldn't get to work because my car broke down because I didn't have the money to fix my car, so I didn't go to work, so I need you to loan me this money so I can get this. And it's one excuse after another. You, know, it, you can take a bus, walk. Do something you can get there if you need to go <laughs> um, so that that nip excuses is a big one for me for my with my son when he was in his twenties and early thirties was the cell phone. I paid for his cell phone, and it got to be very expensive and he of course told me he would pay me back <laughs> and uh, that happened multiple times. I didn't get paid back, and there I am, you know in in major debt um paying for this but but my, the excuse was if he doesn't have a phone he can't call me or i won't be able to know if he's safe or not you know like he ever really called me a lot on this phone <laughs> you know it was i'm paying for it but i didn't hear from him for you know so the excuses are they're rampant in- What did what did in that
3: regard with nipping it in the bud you were in the courthouse and you had a realization about how oblivious christopher was to your pain it, Yes. What happened in that courthouse yeah, I, that caught your attention?
1: I am a very emotional person, um, and I was sitting there watching him go through this, and watching they, they walked him out with the shackles and the orange suit, and um, and I started to cry. And I'm trying, you know, I'm I'm, I'm not like weeping crazily, but I'm you know definitely sad. Um, and I found out later that he'd called a friend of mine um, and said that I was just trying to get sympathy, that I was just trying to you know make it. All about me, and I said, well, "I don't understand this because it's not all about me. I'm caring for you. I'm sad at what's happening. But at that point, I'd stop bailing him out. He knew he was there. I wasn't bailing him out. Mm, so he I, was uh, trying to maybe manipulate so, you. So, exactly. So there was. A, you know, it's all. It all gets so convoluted when we've been on this gerbil wheel of insanity for so long to extricate ourselves from this and really step back and look at what the next steps are." Is critical because we're all we're caught up in the chaos and the insanity. We're caught up in fixing. We're caught up in in the fear and the shame and the guilt. And until that's where S comes in. Until we can stop and step back, we're not going to be able to nip any excuses. We're not going to be able to get support. We're not going to be able to do any of these things until we can separate ourselves from our children's actions mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and and see how much of us you know is involved in this. What, what choices we've made that have contributed to this. Um, i often think if i hadn't started bailing him out so soon things might have changed from his history because i would bail him out and made excuses you can't stay in jail i'm going to bail you out you can't my son can't be in jail well he should very well have been there because he did something incredibly wrong and there's consequences you know it's he never had to experience consequences for a long time Mm. because i bailed him out all the time so and when you get to that realization as a parent it's hard because then we want to beat ourselves up you know and that's not going to serve any purpose either so that's part of that nip excuses you know this is happening to my son because i was a bad parent that's not it it, at all you know i did make poor choices so did he we all do god's going to forgive me and and allow allow me to move on but but what does moving on look like
2: We're talking to Alison Botkey today on Focus on the Family with your host, Jim Daly. And we certainly do recommend her book, Setting Boundaries with Your Adult Children, Six Steps to Hope and Healing for Struggling Parents. Uh, We've got copies of that book here. Give us a call if you'd like one. Uh, If you can donate, please do. And if you need to talk to a counselor, uh, they're here for you. Our number is 800, the letter A in the word family. Or stop by focusonthefamily.ca. This Focus on the Family broadcast will continue in just a moment.
0: Do you enjoy coding elegant websites and system integrations? Would you love to use your skills and gifts to help Canadian families? Named one of the best Christian workplaces in Canada, Focus on the Family Canada is looking for a web developer to join our dynamic team in Langley, B.C. If you or someone you know feels called to serve God while growing in their skills, Explore current job openings today at focusonthefamily.ca employment.
1: Are you facing challenges as you raise your kids? Have questions about conflict in marriage? For generations, Focus on the Family Canada has been giving trusted guidance to nearly any topic families are facing, and it's all available on our free app. Explore a huge library of broadcasts from well-known speakers who cover everything from growing in your faith to dealing with mental health challenges. Search for Focus on the Family Canada in your app store and start exploring all the resources available to you for free.
0: Depression can leave a person feeling lonely, exhausted, and even ashamed. We need tools and support to distinguish normal sadness from the debilitating burden that depression can be. That's why Focus on the Family Canada created a free PDF booklet filled with professional advice Biblical insights and resource suggestions that address depression. Download your free PDF booklet at focusonthefamily.ca slash depression PDF. Thanks for listening to
2: Focus on the Family. Let's resume now with the balance of today's programming.
3: Allison, we've covered the S, the A, and the N of sanity. Now let's talk about the I, which you have, is implement rules and boundaries. This probably is the most difficult. I mean, we can recognize where we've fallen short as a parent, our own, uh, you know, misgivings, et cetera. Uh, when we talk about implementing rules and boundaries, uh, and that comes out of Galatians 6, I believe, carrying each other's burdens, H- how do we do that? How do we begin to uh, set those rules and boundaries and really change our own behavior?
1: That's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's changing our own behavior. Um, being able to have an action plan is critical. If you don't have anything to aim for, what's that saying you, You'll you'll, you'll hit, hit nothing every time. Right, right. Um, so we've got to have a plan. What's the outcome that you want as a parent? Is it for your child to launch, maybe, not, or is it to perhaps help them through addiction, or is it to know if you're supposed to take care of your grandkids? Because a lot of parents now are taking care of grandkids because their kids. Right, because they're either in jail or prison or they're addicts and they aren't, aren't capable so it's it's really what is it that you as a parent what do you feel that you need to do what, what what's the next step what are expectations and and write that down i'm a big believer i'm a writer i'm a big believer in writing things down so we can see it because we don't know we won't remember in the in, the, in that throes of emotion right. that we're so often in. Uh, and if we're communicating with adult children that are dysfunctional or troubled, they may not remember. So I'm a big you know, proponent of writing things down in a plan and presenting it to our adult child if they play a part in this, such as mo- maybe moving out or, or yeah. uh, what it is that that looks like to you. Um, and if you're going to no longer give money, if you're no longer going to support them or they have to do this in order to get that, you've got to write that down. So that plan, I had to write down everything. What I how I saw my life, what the steps were. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: This is not uh, because of a troubled uh, adult child, but we had two girls living with us uh, for uh, about a year each for um, some college time. And I finally had to kind of set a boundary for my wife and myself and say, you know what, we've been parenting a long time and we've loved having you, but it's time for you to move on. (laughs) We need some room for ourselves. Now that that conversation went down pretty well. What do you what do you do if the child doesn't get it?
1: Well, and some of them don't get it. And and I I I have chapters on dealing with anger, especially it, it depends on what situation your child is dealing with. There are mental and emotional illnesses. We got a lot of kids that are um, bipolar, that are depressed, that are uh, that are Addicts, you know. So, what are they capable of of doing? You've Mm -hmm. got to be aware of this. If that, um, and if they're showing psychopathic behavior, there's some some kids that they don't have empathy. They don't have sympathy. They don't. They they, and and they can get extremely angry. So, you've got to be prepared if you are going to set this boundary. What it might happen, and brainstorm the heck out of that in your support group. Mm. He might, you know, get physical what am I going to do? And, and and be prepared to do it. If you've got a call and get a restraining warrant, that's what you have to do. Oh. So there, it's hard. But if you start looking at it and writing this down, and on the other side of that coin, it's not all negative. On the other side, a lot of our kids don't know what they're capable of accomplishing, mm-hmm. because we've been accomplishing it for them. Yeah. So when we step back, there's a a very strong possibility that these kids are going to get a clue and get a grip and be able to move forward, but we've just been hanging on to them for too long, you know, so we've got to have that hope that if we can if we can weather this storm uh, they they may come out on the other side, you know incredibly independent and and feeling self respect, feeling that they've done something good you know when you've been taken care of all these years, you know and now now it's up to you to do it and you make these small successes, that's pretty amazing for young people. And you can see the changes that they that, that happens in their life. Exactly.
3: Um, Allison, uh, we gotta get through the other two letters, uh, the T and the Y. T is trust your instincts. Y, yield everything to God. Um, the, the trusting of your instincts, um, oftentimes that can be born out of fear. And your instincts may be right, but you have to, I think be checking with other parents.
1: The A, <laughs> yes. yeah,
3: that that is you know have the network uh, to be able to do that, but but normally instincts are correct. I, I don't want to understate that, but I'm just saying sometimes fear can overplay that instinct that you have. But you should always be listening to your heart. Let me put it that way.
1: And, yes, and and being able to trust that and and deal with the fact that you may go through some pain and. F- you know, fear what's an that. example so of
3: that for you i have a
1: really good one there, there was a, a woman who contacted me who and, and this actually happens a lot parents are saying you know that their kids have fancy cars and they've got money and they, and they've got all these you know they're taking trips they're doing and yet they're still living at home this son was living at home drove a fancy car had a fancy motorcycle had a lot of money and wasn't really working she didn't see you know the mom didn't see him really go out to work much so she's kind of giving excuses to herself, how is you know, he, he affording this? Turns out he was dealing drugs, had, had dug a hole, drilled a hole in the floor of his bedroom and had a floor safe put in the house, underneath the carpet. Um, he was arrested, the police came in. Um, to mom and dad's to house. To mom and dad's house and, and searched the whole house, found this floor safe filled with money and drugs, cocaine, a lot of cocaine. Mom is really clueless to this But the police aren't buying that she's clueless to this. She ended up getting arrested and ended up being an accomplice. They said how she had to clear her name, cost her a lot of money for attorney fees to clear her name. But she wasn't an accomplice. But it's her house. She's paying the bills. He's living there right with her. How on earth could she not know he's doing something illegal Uh. when he's driving this, you know, and not working? So she ignored these feelings. And she said to me, I I just knew something was wrong. I just didn't know how to, she didn't have a support group at that time. She didn't know how to, what she was going to do. And it was a, it was tough and you see these i see these stories unfolding often and it's yeah. frightening uh, yeah
3: i mean so. that's i mean trusting your instincts is a good rule of thumb and formulating how to approach that with your adult child etc really important yielding everything to god that sounds so easy but probably the most difficult
1: well i say giving in you know isn't uh, isn't giving up so sometimes we have to realize that we're going to go through a mess for a while i've got this plan now it's going to be tough but god you're going to help me you're going to help me get through this and and yield that and um and and letting go of expectations is really a critical thing Um, and to expect that god is in control i'm going to walk through this one day at a time and trust that, that that the plan is going to work out um but realize it's going to be painful. So that's the bottom line. It's, and and that being able to be painful is having your support group that you can lean on, you know, and, and it all ties together. Stopping, you know, beating ourselves up. Talk to a counselor if you need to. It's it's so intricate in, in this um, surrender, which is what it is. It's surrendering that, okay, you know, I've made some mistakes, but um, it's a new day. It's a new dawn. Um, I'm moving forward. And We'll see what happens. And you know,
3: Allison, uh, that old cliche of letting go, go and God. let God do His thing with your adult child yeah. sounds so easy. It sounds so good, but it's not.
1: No, it's not. It's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. So, you know, m- my son now is, is a believer and strong believer, and uh, has been free of heroin for twenty some years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but has a real challenge with pain meds. You know, after being in so many accidents, so many motorcycle accidents, he's now re- reaping the you know the consequences of a very rough lifestyle. Uh, and for me, I don't. I'm not bailing him out. He's he's in prison. I'm not. You know, he's he's serving time. So it's uh, that surrender is you know, trusting that God's going to bring him around it has been a, a very positive thing for Chris. You know, he's. Exactly where I think God wants him to be. He's learned the Bible back and forth. He's in a, a prison fellowship study. So he's looking at life in a very different way now, but it's taken a long sure. time. It's uh, mm. And to respect you know, that he knows now, I don't. He, does, he won't ask for money to bail him out. because He knows that's not going to happen. So, right. so we've we've now developed a different connection. Yeah, that so, dependency
3: yes, is over. for
1: parents to develop a true connection with their right. with their adult kids is important. Not the not the symbiotic one where you're bailing them out all the time, but a true yeah. you know connection. You more.
3: describe uh, the need to apologize as you develop that action plan with your adult child. The parent should apologize to the child. What what does that apology sound like?
1: It's uh, I'm sorry that I didn't trust you enough to live your life. I'm sorry I didn't give you the independence that you needed Mm. to grow on your own. I'm sorry that I kept bailing you out. And I'm I'm sorry that I didn't believe in you enough. And And I'm sorry that I didn't take care of myself. And that makes me sad now because so many parents are going through this and they aren't taking care of themselves. God has a plan for us as well as our kids. So if we don't know what that plan is and we aren't trusting in him and we aren't depending on him and really walking that faith walk, things are, are just – they're going to continue on that gerbil wheel. They're never going to get fixed. So that's what the apology – it's it's really saying, I'm sorry, and then I'm moving on now. Uh, uh, I'm sorry you're going to go through some pain now, but this is how it is.
3: Allison, you have <laughs> hit the nail on the head, and I think your book has really helped us to think through those things that we need to know. Uh, parents with adult children, where have we blown it? What do we need to do? How do we help them by helping ourselves mm-hmm. see things a little differently? I, I love the way you've laid this out. I mean, I, I'm even thinking for Gene and I, you know, things that we did well and things that we may have done not so well <laughs> and the consequences to our boys. And, you know, one of the great things to do is simply to talk with our adult children. Hopefully you have a kind of relationship where that Um, I guess that awareness that hopefully this program has brought you will allow you to have that discussion. And certainly get a copy of the book so you can become more familiar uh, with what Allison is talking about. You know, a radio program like this just touches on the surface. We can't go into all the detail and the book does do that. So I would really encourage you to get a hold of us, get a copy of the book, uh, but again, Allison, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for the, your tears of pain, well, and nice. I think tears of joy that God is moving this along. Your hope is evident, mm-hmm. and your trust in him is evident, but it ain't easy.
1: It ain't. <laughs> you are absolutely right.
3: Yeah, so keep on being that good mom that you've been. Amen?
1: Well, amen. Thank you. To, thank yeah, you,
2: you bet. get in touch with us uh, if you'd like to talk to one of our counselors, uh, if you need or would like that book for somebody else, Setting Boundaries with Your Adult Children. And if you can, donate generously. Our number is 800, the letter A in the word family, or stop by focusonthefamily.ca. On behalf of Jim Daly and the entire team, thanks for joining us for Focus on the Family. I'm John Fuller, inviting you back as we once again help you and your family thrive in Christ.